I'm Simon, and a few years ago, I decided I wanted to make a change. I wanted to create a passive reoccurring income to support me and my family. Today, and a legacy for the future. For the future. Fast forward two years, and I've managed to generate over £10,000 worth of monthly passive income. All from property. I've set up the business, scaled the business, and now I've systemized the business to free up my time. So join me to find out how I've done it, how others are doing it every day, and how you can do it too. Simon here, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, I'm gonna be looking at how to handle the five most common rent-to-rent objections. If you're having any issues, if you're having any trouble getting deals across the line, today could be for you. These are tried and trusted. Everybody I've ever seen has these objections and everybody I've ever spoken to can overcome them through the secrets I'm going to share with you today. So if you're brand new to the episode, subscribe, stay tuned, spread the word, drop us a little review if you don't mind. All helps, don't it? All helps us uh, grow and I really, really, really appreciate it. That's all I ask. You know, I share all these golden nuggets. I just need a few reviews. So please just spend 30 seconds give us an, uh, giving us a little review if you can. Cool. Without further ado, we're going to get into it. We're going to keep it sharp, quick, straight to the point and simple today. So number one, it's too good to be true. How can you guarantee my rent? Okay, I get this a lot. The answer to this question is as follows. This is our business model. Simple as that. This is our business model. We have enough units, we've covered our downside to be able to guarantee your rent come what may. And in my personal business, we managed to pay all our landlords rent for the entirety of COVID. One landlord, um, there was a portfolio landlord, they managed to get mortgage holidays throughout. So they passed the benefit on to us, but we've already paid them back for that. And that's what it is. So that's how you get around that. Number two, you're a new company. So what happens if you go bust? Who's liable for the rent? And they've got a point because basically if you are a limited company, it's a separate entity. So you personally will not be liable should that company fold. But to be honest with you, there's not much you can really say or do in terms of that could be the the same with every company. You know, you could argue that if you're getting a service from a company and the same happens to them, you wouldn't get the rest of your service. So once again, I would respond to that by saying, sure, I understand your concerns. Others have felt the same too, but our business is, you know, going really, really well. There's huge demand at the moment and we're very confident we can deliver and that will largely be down to the amount of rapport and the relationship you've built with the landlord or the agent 
Number three, and it's a massive, massive one. Sorry, my phone ringing. Hopefully that's not um, a tenant, another leak. Only joking, I've got it a bit more systemized than that now. Number three, agency checks. So you go and see a property, it works, you put an offer in, you get the offer accepted, and then the agent starts sending you these forms and asking for all kinds of things, personal guarantee, guarantors, you know, company credit check references when your company's only four weeks old. Once again, you can only do what you can do. But what I've generally found is that if you build rapport and if the agents like you and if you put down the company let fee, then you should be, you should have a better chance, okay? Because you have to remember that a lot of these checks are down to the landlord to make the final decision. All the agency does is do the checks. So if somebody doesn't pass a credit check or somebody doesn't pass a referencing and the landlord still wants to go with you, then you've got the deal. So what I recommend is focus on relationship building, focus on building rapport, make sure you're likable and pay the initial finder's fee. And if you pay the fee, usually the agent will start to work in your favor as well because they want to keep the fee. Number four, legals. So of course, you need to make sure that you've got all the right agreements for direct-to-vendor deals and that you know how to work with agency agreements because you don't want to be signing agreements that don't cover you. When we say guaranteeing rent, we are guaranteeing rent. However, there has to be naturally some limitations and some terms within that. Fair ones for both the landlord and the agent and us, but they've got to be some terms. For example, during the deep COVID, when I was taking properties on, I was putting COVID clauses in all my agreement, which protected me and protected my clients. And I actually had a situation where some of my airline clients, you know, um, their shifts went right down and they struggled to make rent payment. And we was able to work something out due to that clause. So you need to make sure that you've got the right clauses, not just to cover you, but to cover the landlord. And finally, number five, I'm just going to call this excuses. By the way, landlords, agents, everybody they lie. That's just one of the one of the, the things in life. People want to save your feelings. They don't want to hurt your feelings, so they lie. And one of the most common excuses you probably would have heard is the landlord wants a family. And that's just not actually factual. Because there's good families and there's bad families. You know, there's good company lets and there's bad company lets. You know, I've seen family lets where they've had five kids, crayons on walls, two dogs, um, messed up carpets. In fact, they've left fleas within the property. You don't want a family like that. So all you can really do is reframe that question and try to get down to the root of what their concern is and help them out. Hey, another downside of families is families tend to move on because families want to buy a property. Well, we're guaranteeing rent for three to five years. We don't do company lets. That just means that 
you've not managed to get to the decision maker and sell yourself correctly. Either that or it's such a big estate agent, letting agent, that the decision makers are way, 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 way up in the boardroom. And yeah, that's that's a lost cause. So hope that's useful. Keeping today short and sweet. But if you can just get one thing from this episode, just realize that all these objections are normal. I've had them all before. All my mentees have had them all before. It's just about how you get past them, having the confidence, having the know-how, and let me know. DM me, comment on Instagram, Simon Smith Online. Let me know if, if you've had these, if you find these tactics useful. I'd love to know if this episode can help one person get a deal, then I've done my job. So that's all from me. I'll see you next Monday. Take care. Thanks for listening. For more information, check out simonsmithonline.com. See you next time.